This is an Ion Annapolis bonus podcast. say it but i'll be damned if i can spell prairie that word always has confounded me since high school uh, i don't quite get it but i want to thank you so much for your time today mike and for those that are listening uh we aren't here just to catch up uh pure prairie league will be at Ramshead on stage here in annapolis on wednesday august 10th and this will be a rare opportunity to see this band really up close and personal because as you know Ramshead is a 305 seat room so it is a great room to see them there and you better act fast because the tickets are going quick. Ramsheadonstage.com is where you want to go. How are you doing, man? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on. And yeah. the Ramshead is always a great show. We've played there a dozen times before, and, and it's a it's a great sounding room, and it's a great uh, viewing room. And, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful place to play. We love it. Well, I'll tell you, you know, it's funny. We were supposed to talk yesterday. I'm going to throw you a little bit under the bus here, but uh, you kind of you, you kind of hurt your toe. So we, we had, a, had a little dub toe with the, turned into a broken toe, which is um, so we've got that all taken care of. So we are talking now. Pure Prairie League, I got a you know, full disclosure for me. You were my second concert I ever saw back in 1980, probably 1980. Wow. Um, it was at uh, Marietta College out in Marietta, uh-huh, sure. Ohio. Yep. And I believe the Michael Stanley band actually opened up for you guys. That's correct. That's uh, right. I remember the gig. And <laughs> I'm like, that, that was when Vince was in the band. Yes. Yes, it was. And nobody knew who the hell he was. Nope. I guess not. Not, not yet. I mean, we were sort of his, uh, his launch pad. Yeah, absolutely. That's been, well, we're talking about Vince Gill, obviously. But I'll tell you, you know, my first concert, I don't know whether I should be embarrassed by it because I still like them, but uh, ELO, that was back in 74. So it took me a while to get into the concert scene. But you guys were the second one I had the opportunity to see. And boy, what a great show that was, I'll tell you. That was, a, yeah, it was. As a matter of fact, that's sort of our kind of stomping grounds. You know, the band started around uh, southeastern Ohio, which is not very far from Marietta. Right. And, um, uh, you know, in Waverly and Chillicothe. And, uh, you know, so that was just sort of like a, a bit of a homecoming for us. And uh, we had a lot of friends down there for that show that night. Well, I'll tell you what, you know, one thing that's always sort of questioned me is, I mean, on your album art, you always have this, and they always term it as Norman Rockwell-esque, but you've got that character, the cowboy, that's pretty much on, I think it's every album that you guys have put out. Pretty much. What yep. What is the story on that? Well, it is not, it's more than Rockwell-esque. Uh, we, our first album cover 
we used a, uh, a Saturday evening post cover from August of 1927 uh, that was done by Norman Rockwell of a, a model that he used very often named James K. Van Brunt. The, the cover was called uh, Dreams of Long Ago because that was the Enrico Caruso record that he was holding uh, sitting there about uh, uh, in front of his uh, Victrola. And the story behind that was is that Rockwell went to visit him and there he was dressed up in his old cowboy regalia listening to um this uh this song this you know record uh, dreams of long ago because he was missing his wife who had passed away and he got himself all dressed up and just sat there and was kind of wistfully remembering the you know the bygone days of uh, of happiness with him and his wife so rockwell was so struck with that he immediately immediately had to start drawing it and then um then did the painting from that Interesting. And then you guys sort of absconded with it and, and, and rolled with it. Well, it was with permission. Um, our art director, AC Lehman uh, with RCA at that time was a, a friend of Rockwell's and he of course contacted Rockwell, got permission from him and then got permission from Saturday evening post paid them. Of course, Rockwell didn't want any money, but Saturday evening post wanted dough. And of so, course, you know, we, uh, we gave them their pound of flesh and then, you know, and then we basically adopted him as our mascot. Uh, I think it was a case of, of branding before the term was, you know, a thing in the in the jargon. Yeah, true, true. Well, you know, Pure Prairie League really hasn't done a whole lot of studio work. Anyhow, uh, obviously you've been out on the road and you are continuing to be out on the road. But since about 2005, is anybody in the band getting an itch to do something new or Oh yeah, we're uh, we're always working on new material, and um, we just take our time. I mean, there's no point in flooding the market with an album a year like we used to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, you know, the last record that was in 2005, we called "All in Good Time" because it had been 24 years since you know the previous record. So we just, you know, damn sure took our own good time to getting getting that done, and uh, we're taking our time getting this one done too. Um, uh, we do a couple of new songs on stage, which they'll be hearing at the Rams head. And, uh, you know, I would look for a, uh, I would look for a, a release on eight track, probably Christmas of 2025. <laughs> sounds, sounds good. Keep, keep them guessing, keep them on their toes. <laughs> that's the deal. Well, what, what can we, what can we expect from the show at the Rams head? And again, that's coming up on August 10th. It's one show tickets are going fast. Um, and I, I can't wait to see you because it's it's been a long time, to be honest with you. Um, but well, what can we, we we are a little longer in the tooth. <laughs> what what can we expect from the show? Well, you know, the, the shows are uh, we we try to, you know, cover all the bases, um, you know, with 158 songs in our recorded catalog. We, we can't really, you know, we get down to about 25 of them. Uh, but we try to pick and, and choose the songs that, uh, you know, everybody wants to hear. And then we're also, you know, investigating some quote unquote deep cuts that, uh, you know, doing songs like uh, Call Me, Tell Me and Woman that, uh, you know, um, we haven't done since 1972. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's such a gas to play these songs. Uh, and kind of breathe new life into them, and uh, and uh, it's just it's just great. Plus, the band is is hitting on all eight cylinders. So that's awesome. Well, I'll tell you, you know, you guys have been around what for about fifty years now, and I I can count on one hand, I think, the number of bands that are still playing after fifty years. 
Uh, yeah, well, it's they're kind of getting uh, rarer than hen's teeth, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, is is it still fun? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We we wouldn't do it if it wasn't fun. This is the best job in uh, the world. Uh, well, it is, but uh, you know, the thing is, is that it's um, you know, if we were doing it for the money, we'd we'd all be broke. So, well, we are all broke. <laughs> that's that's that's, so, that's why you're out touring fifty years later, right? <laughs> that's true. It's actually fifty two, but um, uh, yeah, you know, we're just. You know, we do it because we love it. It's plain and simple. I mean, you know, the other thing is, is the fans are what keep us going. You know, the fact that is that somebody will go out and spend their hard-earned money, especially in this day and age, to come and see this band play these songs that they remember from back in their college days or their misspent youth, you know. Um, it's just, uh, for us, that's our reason to be. You know, I'll tell you, Pure Party League has played some crazy huge festivals. Um, and you've also played some pretty small rooms. I mean, you're here at Ramshead, which again is a very small, but, and I've asked this question a couple times to other people, but so I've got to put this disclaimer here, money aside. Okay. Cause you make a lot more money in a big, you know, in a big stadium, but money aside, do you have a preference whether you'd like to play a small room or a large room? Well, you know, there's, there's a certain adrenaline involved, uh, uh, in, in playing bigger, you know, arenas and, uh, and stuff. I mean, we never really did more than a few stadium shows, you know, on, you know, on uh, multi-act uh, uh, type of situations. Right. But, uh, you know, playing at, at a place like the Ram's Head is like playing in your house. And we're, the band is set up on the kitchen counter and everybody else is sitting around the table. I mean, it's you, basically we're right in their lap. And, uh, you know, there's something exciting about that, too, because you can see the reactions on people's faces immediately. You know, you can see, you know, one couple sitting there and uh, the guy's head's kind of leaning back and his eyes are rolled up in his head. And he's remembering the first time he got laid uh, <laughs> after the Pure Prairie League concert. Was that a thing? I missed out. I missed out on that when I saw you guys. Was that like a... <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, you know, according to the number of Amy's that have been born since 1972, I think there was a lot of humping going on to that song. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny. I read an interview with you where you said that uh, Amy was kind of somewhat of an accidental hit and that it, I mean, it was released early and it wasn't picked up for a couple of years. And if Pure Prairie League ended up not having that hit, and that was, that was pretty much your hit that launched you guys. Um, and you guys ended up fizzling out. What would you be doing? Um, I'd still be trying to uh, write that song that was going to be the big hit that would launch the band. <laughs> I, I never had any intentions of giving up on on Pure Prairie League. I always thought that we were going to do well, and uh, you know, I never dreamed that it would be a fifty-two year juggernaut. But uh, it's really turned into quite a you know, it's been a, it's been life life's work for you, Mike Riley. As you um you know, as, as you're in the industry and stuff like that, who do you, who do you like as far as upcoming talent? I mean, are you listening to anybody now going, you know, Hey man, this kid's got chops or, um, well, yeah, we run into or run across, you know, uh, some uh, really, really good, uh, acts that are, you know, basically unknown at this point, but I'm certain that they won't be unknown for long. Um, I can't exactly say, you know, certain names or certain acts, but, uh, it's like, wow, this guy's really good and he writes really good songs and he sings his butt off and uh, he's going to you're going to hear from him. You know, I the, a lot of the stuff that's out is and I don't want to sound like a snob, but I am. 
one. I, I got to love the honesty. <laughs> well, it's it's the truth. I mean, I think a lot of the music is derivative because it's aimed toward, you know, in this in this uh, TikTok world that we live in, it's it's aimed at instant recognition and instant gratification. And that's not how bands are made and how bands last. Um, it's it's a lot of hard work and a lot of dedication and a lot of persistence. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of the new music is is basically just uh, it's it's income driven or social media presence driven as opposed to the love of the music. And um, I know that's a, an elitist attitude, but <laughs> I'm allowed. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm no, old. No, I'm allowed. <laughs> no, no, you're you're absolutely right. I, I totally agree with you. I mean, you know, very few bands anymore put in the the time. I mean, you know, I, I I've got a. I said, I've got a couple of friends that are in the music industry. And I mean, you know, they played every dive bar up and down the East coast, you know, they're yep. playing to four people on a Thursday night and two of them are mothers of the band. You know, I mean, <laughs> that's called dues, man. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you look at Pure Prairie League. I mean, you know, I'm sure that you did that prior to, you know, getting, getting the ump, but I mean, you did, you did the college circuit, you did, you know, I mean, and that's just sort of the way it goes. And I, I guess it was that Colby Calais with her, um, the YouTube hit that, that sort of started this. And I mean, uh, you know, bands just think that they can cut something and throw it out on, um, you know, on YouTube or Spotify or, you know, wherever. And, and it's going to get there. And I mean, some of it may, but it, there's a lot, awful lot more competition today than there was, you know, back in 19, you know, in the seventies for sure. That's true. Uh, just a side note. I held Colby when she was a baby <laughs> because her dad was uh, producing some sides for us uh, in California. And, uh, and, uh, he brought her to the studio one day and, uh, I have a picture of her somewhere that, uh, you know, with me holding <laughs> a future star. Well, there, there, there you go, man. You, so, something must've rubbed off on her. I mean, yeah, well, def- I hope it was, what was it for me? Yeah. <laughs> True. Well, I'll tell you what, let me get, I'll give you, write this name down, AJ Smith and go like, check him out on Spotify. That's an upcomer that I've been listening to. And I bet you guys would like him too. Great. But just a, uh, just definitely check it out. But we are talking with Mike Riley, who is with Pure Prairie League for more years than uh, we've got fingers and toes. That's for sure. But I want to thank you so much for your time today. Um, I can't wait to see the show. And again, it is on August 10th. Tickets. That's at, right. Yep. Tickets at ramsheadonstage.com. They are going quickly. And um, you also want to check out all the great stuff at uh, pureprairieleague.com as well. And I'll have links to all that in the show notes and everything else so people can go check that out. But before we blow out of here, I just got one more question for you. Certainly. Um, Amy, I'm sure, is the song that resonates with most of your fans. Um, I could be wrong on that. But what song resonates most with you and that you really enjoy performing the most when you're um, when you're up on stage with the band? Well, uh, we're doing a song in the set right now from the Can't Hold Back album, which was our last album that we did with RCA Records in 1978. It was Vince's first record. And uh, RCA wanted us to become more of a contemporary pop-type band. Uh, And if you remember, 1978 was right in the beginning of the big disco scare. Right. Uh, You know, that, that... expletive almost caught on so uh (laughs) but we uh so you know we we did our best i mean you know we were a bunch of hillbillies and uh and we you know we we put a few pop tunes on the record and one of the songs we uh, recorded was uh, a song that patrick boland and i wrote called uh 
um, Goodbye So Long, which was sort of appropriate for the fact that this was our last RCA record. And um, but it's we've been playing that one on stage after all these years, and it's just such a gas to play. That's fantastic. I'll tell you again. Yeah. Mike Riley from Pure Prairie League, Indianapolis, August tenth, Ramshead on stage. Wishing you, wishing the band, wishing you good luck on your toe, uh, yeah. and, and and the band good safe travels. Um, we can't wait to see this show here um, once again in Annapolis. Thank you so much for your time, man. Well, be there or be rectangular. And thanks for having me on the show. Take care, Mike. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. Please visit us at ionannapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ion Annapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 